Hey y'all, it's Amanda and Brenda and Maddie. Let's unravel together. Join us as we share our friendship, faith, and everything in between. Just sit back, grab your favorite drink, and let us do the talking. time we posted oh let me check also what episode is this this is this, this is, is double episode digit. 10 no way <laughs> is this considered is this considered season two <laughs> uh i feel like it's honestly i feel like it's only right because we're all in these this new chapter yeah this is episode wow. 10 Episode 9 aired on April 14th. April. May. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out of school. I graduated. <laughs> I don't use April. my brain anymore. No, non existent. May, June, July, August. We haven't rec- posted in like five months. <laughs> okay, I totally, for some reason, I totally thought that March came after April. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's okay. I think that all the time, too. I have to go through all the months. Wait. Wow. From May. June, Five months. That's almost half a year. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yep. Well, we know y'all back. have been dying to hear from us. Your life has just yeah. been on pause and you've last heard from us. Our trusty, dusty listeners. Yes. A.K.A. Carter. <laughs> Carter. <laughs> I told him today, um, I had like FaceTimed him and we were talking and I was like, guess what I'm doing this afternoon? And he was like, what? And I was like, you're never going to guess it. He was like, I literally do not know what you could be doing this evening. And I was like, well, I'm not leaving my house. And he was like, okay, well, then something with your roommates. And I was like, no. He's like, you're doing something without your roommates by your, like at your house and you're not leaving. By yourself alone. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. I was like, okay, it's with Maddie and Amanda, and that's the only hint I'll give you. When I tell you his eyes, like, could have popped out of his head, <laughs> he was like, y'all are recording. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> the that's gang's so all sweet. back. <laughs> that's so sweet. We love you, Carter. Yeah. Finger we heart to you, Carter. Missed. You know, we know you miss our sweet, sweet tones of our voices. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, yes, it's been a very long time <laughs> since we recorded, <laughs> but we are back, we are better, and um, we are a little more organized, maybe. I don't know. Here's but- hoping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's to hoping that we become a little more organized. But a few changes around here in the podcast. Um, I think me, Maddie, and Brenda have agreed to only put out an episode once a month due to very busy schedules. So you only get our sweet tones for one time a month. <laughs> savor it. So savor it. Um, <clears throat> and then we're going to try to just be like more organized with... Um, topics that we want to talk about so Mm -hmm. 
What are y'all drinking? Let's start with that. Who wants to go first? I think you should go first. Okay. Yeah. So now what's happening? One of, one of the things that's happened in these last one five of the- months. <laughs> <laughs> so in these last five months, I have turned 21. Clink, clink. Oh crap, I don't have anything to clink. Oh, that was good. That was good. good. Not gonna lie, I was half expecting for the glass to break. (laughs) 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 Um, But yes, now that I'm 21, I am drinking a glass of wine. And it's pretty good. It's um, Pinot Grigio. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Very fancy. All right. Um, Maddie, what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking a Izzy. Have y'all heard of these? Yeah. Izzy, is it? <laughs> Wait, what's your name? Izzy Azalea? Yes. Yes. Izzy Azalea. What is she up to? I don't know. I have no idea. Good question. Um, we'll we'll talk about that next podcast. Um, it, it, it is sparkling blackberry flavored juice beverage blend from Concentrate with other natural flavors. That so, um, like spiked? It, is it spiked? A, no, oh. <laughs> no. I um, oh, I am now twenty two, so another year Yay! older as well. Woohoo! Um. My drinking days are over. No, I'm just kidding. I, I um <laughs> I've moved on to sparkling beverages. Um this I is thought no- you didn't like sparkling beverages. Okay, you are so right. This is why you are my friend. Um no, I I don't, but this is like um it's like a soda. It's not oh. it's not a it it's tastes more like a soda and it doesn't have the like flat like flavorless taste I water Maddie, taste didn't, didn't you like san pellegrino whenever we got it from mm-hmm. where because is that it taste whole foods trader joe trader joe oh wait one of those places one of those places austin austin yeah I, I did like it because it actually had like a fruity flavor and this one also does so um i really yeah. thought you were gonna say that you like sparkling water now and i was like wow I haven't seen you in three months, and this is one of the greatest. <laughs> no, I have changed not. so much, Manny. I don't I know, know you anymore. But I know, guys. No, uh, but yes, would recommend. <clears throat> Izzy is really good. Hmm. Sounds good. I'll have to try. What about you, Brenda? See, you're simping on your drink. The big I swig. Am. Those are a little swig. Um, <laughs> I am drinking a good old Shiner Bach. Mm. Noise. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a Shiner Bach. They're probably, I think if I would recommend a beer, this is probably like a good beer to drink. Really? Wait, really? Wait, out of all the beers you would recommend? Unless you're in Mexico and can get your hands on a Corona. Okay. Or a Modelo. Wow. I don't Does think the Corona from Mexico taste different from the Corona in the US? Really? It's a lot, it's a lot smoother. Oh. You want to go to Mexico? No, don't tease me. Bro, let's go. Let's go right now. Come on. No, come to Kentucky. Spoiler. (laughs) Oh, spoiler. (laughs) 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 Okay, so I guess 
I guess, Brenda, if you want to start us off with what has filled your cup since April 14th. God dang. <laughs> a whole bunch. <laughs> Literally, just a smack in the face. <laughs> so much. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, I'll keep it short, though, because we're trying to be better about our time. Um, <clears throat> so, graduated. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you did. Graduated with two degrees. Yeah, you did. (laughs) In political science and international studies. So that was pretty fun. Graduation was such a fun time. Like, just that whole week of celebrating and, like, having people over. We had, like, a really great graduation party. And that was, like, just such such a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, After graduation... I went home for a little bit, and then I was off to Florida. Why was I in Florida? Well, if you remember, <laughs> but if you don't, that's okay. <laughs> I don't know why you're all laughing. <laughs> Only our crustiest and dustiest listeners remember, okay? So, Carter. <laughs> Carter. <laughs> so, for the rest of you, <clears throat> you don't remember, um, I'm a focused missionary, um focus stands for the fellowship of catholic university students so i am working on college campuses not all of them one of them on the singular <laughs> campus unstoppable <laughs> okay um yeah but i went to training in um Florida at the end of July, end of May, beginning of June, not July. (laughs) I came back before July. Um, So I was there for like three weeks with a bunch of other amazing men and women who are also serving across the country. Um, And that was just like such a like wonderful experience where Jesus just revealed a whole lot to me and humbled me in many ways. Um, And yeah that place will have a very special place in my heart um and during that time I found out my placement where which is it's like it's basically like a big day but like catholic Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so that day you like find out what campus you're getting placed at and it's like super exciting they give you an envelope and you open it and then you run out to your team um and I have the pleasure of serving at Western Kentucky University in Bowling Green. Yeah! Tops on tops, baby. Um, <laughs> that's what I hear them say. Wait, what is it? <laughs> they say tops on tops. Tops, tops on, on tops? Tops on tops. Hilltoppers on top. Oh. oh. We're not yeah. from Kentucky. Cute. <laughs> that yeah. is cute. Go Big Red. Maddie thinks he's cute. <laughs> he is cute. <laughs> Um, apparently, fun fact, Big Red was the first mascot to be put into, like, the National Mascot Museum Hall of Fame no. thing. Yes. Yeah. That's what the students told me, so I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to see proof here. That's pretty cool. Y'all, in your time. free time, uh, you, you, you your project, your assignment is to look up the, what's his name? Hilltopper? Big Red? Big Red from WKU. Sorry. Just look him up. He's quite a character. Look him up and tell us what you think he looks like. I don't know why, but WKU sounds like a radio station. (laughs) 
it kind of does yeah right or like a news station i don't know yeah no you're fine (laughs) i i don't have any thoughts (laughs) um but yeah so got placed at western kentucky and i have an amazing 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 team um so don't know if y'all will ever listen to this but shout out to chris lucy anthony margaret and i'm gonna throw courtney and father jason in there as well (laughs) part of the team um yeah they've been super amazing like during the transition and I'm the only first year on on the team so I'm a baby and they've just helped me so much so they're definitely something that like constantly fills my cup um and then I moved to Kentucky at the end of June um yeah so now I've been here a little over a month which is no not end of June end of July yeah. yeah end of July so I've been here for like over a month um and it's freaking wild freaking <laughs> wild <laughs> literally do not know what any day will throw at me um, <laughs> that's exciting yes it is it is really exciting the students here have been amazing they're very welcoming and that's good yeah I just know that these next two years and maybe longer Jesus is going to transform my life radically and that is very exciting but also very scary we love to see it yeah (laughs) so that is my life update right now thanks for sharing that's what's taken up my whole cup (laughs) (laughs) literally overflowing I don't I don't know what to do with it (laughs) so processing get another cup get another cup you're gonna have to get two cups and just start transferring over you know I deserve all the cups yeah get pour them into other people's cups yeah they need it I think I need to process them first before I pour them out to other people (laughs) true 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 all right, Maddie, what has filled your cup? Um, okay, I, uh, I'm i ready for fall. And this is yes. quite the surprise oh, for yeah. me because I am very You're much a, a summer gal. I'm you 110%. Yes, she a summer gal. And she's a whole different person. Girl, I don't know who I am anymore. Graduation I- changed you. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I graduated, and uh, yeah, I just I've been soaking up the summer sun, but I am now ready for fall, and I just like don't know what has gotten into me, but I'm ready to wear sweaters and just snuggle on the couch, and so I have been trying to bring about a fall feeling, and so I have a fall candle that I've been lighting every day. It sounds like I'm trying to summon something. I made like pumpkin spice syrup from scratch. Oh, and it's like, okay, you, you domesticated, wow. dude. I'm telling you, like you get all the spices. Oh I'll, I'll pass on the recipe, but you get all the spices and you put them in this pot and you like simmer it for like 20 minutes and then you have to sift it out and then add sugar and it turns into this gooey goodness. Um, and so I've been having a cup that with my cup of coffee every day. And then I've made three giant loaves of pumpkin bread in a week and a half. So 
your girl has all the fall things. So now it's just a matter of like the weather catching up. But yeah, it's been good. Um, And I have gotten to bake all of this pumpkin bread and share all of this pumpkin spice goodness with my beloved Matthew. Um, (laughs) You did not just call him your beloved. (laughs) Beloved. I'm going to throw up and cry at the same time. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Um, so now so- two third of Unravel is taken, <laughs> and I'm on a dating fast. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like basically since the in the since our last podcast, I mean about that time, I met Matthew, and uh, we have been dating, and he is just a ray of sunshine and i cool dude he's blushing but anyways yeah so it's been it's been such a blessing to be able to like spend and share so much of my heart okay hello lauren (laughs) (laughs) we're recording a podcast Yeah, what about it? <laughs> and oh, she can't hear us. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry, Amanda. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> it's been such a blessing to be able to share so much of my like everything that I care about and love with someone I love. So mm. yeah, it's That's been good. Who you love? Wait, Matthew? someone you love? What? <laughs> Are you okay? Y'all love y'all stop, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amanda. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> what has filled your cup? Okay, love you think since April. <clears throat> um, well, I didn't graduate because I took a break from school. Um, but I went to their graduation and it was very fun. Got to watch them jump in the river. Um, then... me with my whole life jacket. <laughs> hey, be proud of that life jacket. That was a beautiful moment. That I'm so glad. Nice. I'm glad we have photographic evidence of that. <laughs> um, and then I was still working full time. Um, May rolled around. I sh- I celebrated three years of dating Daniel in May, and then um, June happened. wasn't really eventful because I was working full time, so I was just working. June and July, um, July turned twenty one. Had a really good birthday, Woo-hoo. Daniel. I woke up, went to daily mass, got my nails done. Um, then went shopping with my mom and my sister. And then Daniel took me to this, like, um, this place in town. It's like a wine bar and they have like different, they have different wines on tap, but they also have like signature drinks, like sangria and like stuff like that. Um, so we just ordered like a bottle of wine. We didn't try any of the wines on tap, but cause we're not, we're not that fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um so we just like ordered a bottle of wine and then oh my gosh, 
we got this like peach mango sangria it was so good mm, that it was sounds so amazing good it tasted like candy mm. it was really yummy um so then that happened and then august rolled around and daniel proposed to me and i said <laughs> yes <laughs> so i am now an engaged woman and the ring is very sparkly it's very sparkly <laughs> um, go daniel yeah he is so he is such a good actor such a good actor um i'm gonna tell the story yes, so <laughs> so i really think that god god was very intentional throughout this whole day Throughout the entire day, he was very intentional. Um, so that morning, I had I woke up and Daniel and I had planned to like go to a vigil mass because it was a Saturday. We had planned to go to vigil mass just like on a date. We hadn't been on a date in a while, and so we wanted to just like go to mass, go to dinner, just have like a normal date. So that's what I thought we were doing. So in the morning, I was like, I'm gonna get all pretty for this date because I like to kind of get like dressed up a little bit whenever we like go on a date and everything. So in the morning I woke up and I wanted to try out this new nail salon. (laughs) So I went to go get my nails done and mind you, y'all already knew that I was going to get proposed to on this day. Yeah. I think y'all thought that I knew. We right. oh 110% when you posted like that you had gotten your nails done I was like she knows she, she knows. knows everything it's done like we can never surprise Amanda because she always knows everything she does. <laughs> yeah Brenda and I also Brenda and I were just sitting by the phone based I don't know about you Brenda but I was like by the phone oh, the whole day just waiting I, just waiting. I like my my team knew about this and <laughs> my teammate and I were at the grocery store and I was like, yeah, because I had looked up what time mass was. And I was like, oh, yeah, they should be, like, out of mass by this time. And she's like, oh, we'll definitely make sure we're home by that time so you can Aww. answer the phone or, like, be there when they call. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. I really just wanted to get my nails done um, because I had the money and I wanted to try out this new salon. So... That's already one thing that God was just like, you're going to get your nails done. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I went to go get my nails done. Um, and the funny thing is that Callie accidentally sent me a screenshot of my name. Yeah, she meant to send it to me. <laughs> and I thought it was, I thought it was just like so random. I thought she was just sending it to me because she wanted to compliment me. But there was like no context with the picture. <laughs> the picture of my nails (laughs) um so that was funny and then um I wore this like new dress that I had bought and um oh we were going to confession before mass and I think Daniel had gone like maybe the week before um so he didn't go he sat down in the pew like he saved us a pew for mass while I was in line um and I had no idea about this I'm just waiting in line for confession. And meanwhile, Daniel's sitting in the pew 
and he has the ring out in his hands and it's like he told me he was like looking at it and like the lady behind him like tapped him on the shoulder and told him that it's beautiful and like I'm just in my own little world just not (laughs) even like so oblivious to everything that's happening um so then I go to confession and we have a mass and uh, I was just thinking how nice it is Oh, the other reason why we were going to go to mass is because since Daniel's music coordinator at Olo, we never are able to just like be a part of the congregation as a couple Mm. during mass. And so that was like something that we wanted to do, um, especially because it was the Assumption of Mary that weekend. And so it was really special. Um, So mass ended and Another thing that was just like super by the grace of God, my penance was to pray a whole rosary and <laughs> Daniel's whole plan was to ask me like, if he, like trying to get me to stay after everyone has like left. And so God already knew that worked through the priest for the priest to give me my penance of a rosary. So then we stayed after mass, prayed the rosary and then, by the time we were done, everyone had like gone out and the sacristan was like, hey, like y'all are welcome to like stay and finish praying. Um, but just know like the exit is this way or whatever. Just like make sure the door closes behind you when you leave, blah, blah, blah. Um, so we were like, OK, cool. And I was like sitting there. I was like, this is kind of nice. Like, I really like it whenever the church is empty and like no one's there. And it's just really nice being here with Daniel. Still no idea that he was going to propose, like zero idea. Um, So then we get up from the pew and I can't, okay, the whole mass, I can't even tell that Daniel's nervous. Mm -hmm. There were like no signs of nervousness that I could have detected. And I feel like I know him pretty well. So that he's a good actor um anyway we get up to leave and um usually whenever we're like exiting a pew together daniel will like take a step back in the aisle so that i can genuflect like in front of him like we can genuflect at the same time him behind me and like me in front of him um so he like took a step back and like to me that's normal so then i genuflected and i started to like walk away (laughs) and so then he was like Amanda come here and I was like what and he wasn't getting up from his knee and then like he started saying like I really love like I love you and started crying and I was like oh my gosh it's happening right now oh my gosh it's happening right now (laughs) and I like I honestly was in shock and then I was like felt tears of joy come and like I was Mm -hmm. crying but I was in shock but then I was like (laughs) oh my gosh, it's actually happening. And I was like trying to savor the moment. And it's just like so many emotions. Um, Yeah. So then he asked me and I said, yes, like without hesitation. I was like, yep, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Put the ring on my finger. Yes. (laughs) Um, I love it. It was, it was just, it was so perfect. It was really perfect. Um. And then afterwards, we celebrated at Saltgrass with some wine and steak. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Bro, catch me replaying this episode. Just this part. <laughs> just to listen Every to that. Every time. Just to snuggle play, up for a bedtime that, story. <laughs> we play that at y'all's wedding reception. 
So everyone, if you haven't heard of our podcast, Unravel. <laughs> you need to listen to this episode. Specifically at minute, like, 39. <laughs> but yeah, and life has been great um, ever since. Um, so another thing that didn't really fill my cup, um, a week after we got engaged, I got covid so couldn't see or touch Daniel for two weeks. And then on the very last day of my quarantine, Daniel got COVID. So <laughs> we are going on a month of not being able to give each other any Dang. like physical affection. So that's crazy. Yeah. And so it begins. Devil so- tries to attack. Oh, yeah. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> just like that, which is good. Like the devil's going to attack really hard. So, yeah. Yeah. So it begins. But, yeah, we still haven't been able to meet with Deacon for marriage prep, but it's okay. Oh, freaking love Deacon. <clears throat> it's okay. Deacon Chris, if you ever hear this, <laughs> if you ever I listen- love you. <laughs> That is all. Please be my grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah. That's what has filled my cup. Um, Okay. So today is Monday. It's Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Oh yeah. Happy Labor Day. St. Joseph the Worker. Pray for us. Yes. Amen. Um. So today, since all three of us are kind of like in different seasons of life, um, we thought it would be cool if we talked about friendship, especially because friendship is something that I think is like, well, like an intentional friendship, I think is hard to find nowadays, sadly. Um, but like it's still out there, obviously, because the three of us have been able to have an intentional friendship. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about friendship. Um, Maddie, do you want to explain how we all met? Yeah, like um, brief, briefly. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so I think pretty much I don't. I could be completely wrong because my memory fails me, but I didn't really know either of you um, until we went to Seek in 2019. Yeah. And, um, yeah, January. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Brenda and I sat next to each other on the bus there because we didn't know anybody else. And we kind of, I think, like, our bond formed there. And then I, um, do you remember us, like, all, like, just, like, I know there's stuff before this and, and post this, but explicitly remember, like, Amanda, us, like, being in a hotel room and Amanda telling Brenda and I about discipleship and how she had been inv- invited into discipleship and um, at like asking what that was and her t- telling us about it and um, it being like so discipleship being with focus a like 
very intentional um, small group or one-on-one session with like like where you meet regularly with a your discipler um, who is also in focus and um, you're basically being formed to go out and lead Bible studies. Um, but really it's all based on intentional friendship with one another. And so Amanda t- was telling us about this and I was like, that's really cool. And then getting back from Seek, uh, Brenda and I were also invited into discipleship um, by Josie. I, I can't remember if when I, when I told y'all about that, did I spill the beans that Josie was going to ask y'all? No. Okay. I was not under the impression that we were going to be asked into discipleship. I thought no. it was just like you. Yeah, no, because not I, at all. I, I remember her coming to me and was like, I think it would be really cool if we did like a pod discipleship. And like, I really want to ask, like she was telling me, I really want to ask Maddie and Brenda and everything. And I can't remember if I like had told you all that and be like, by the mm-hmm. way, I'm just going to ask you. No, no, this is the, like, I had no idea about it. I thought you were just sharing the good news. And I was like, that's really cool. I really, <laughs> I don't think I even knew what it fully was, but, um, okay, when good. we got back, I didn't, I didn't want to like, split. I, I was hoping I didn't spoil <laughs> anything. No, no, you were good. And then we got back and Brenda and I were also invited into it. And then from there on out, we started meeting as a pod with Josie and we kind of got deep real fast and we just kept yeah. saying yes again and again to coming back to discipleship and forming friendships. And that's from my, from my recollection, that's how it all started. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Thanks. I think we wouldn't have like known who each other is, are, What's the correct word? <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't think we would have known who each of- <laughs> who we are, <laughs> who we who each of us are. Like we wouldn't have known each other if it wasn't for Bible study. That's what I was trying to get at. Like we wouldn't have known. Oh that, yes, that each other like existed unless it was like before that. Yeah, like before that. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was a pretty big thing about like how we met. Um, and then, yeah, I feel like, I don't know what, for me, I felt like it just like came naturally for me to be open with y'all in discipleship because I felt like it was a very like safe space just based on like y'all's personality and like Mm -hmm. Josie's personality. And I knew that we were all like striving for the same thing, which was sainthood and heaven. Um. So I think that that helped me or that helped y'all get to know me because I was able to like open up, but also helped me to get to know y'all in a deeper level than just Mm -hmm. like what your favorite color is or, yeah, you know, know, so. Yeah. And the like women that became friends then are so different from the women that we are now which is really cool like our friends we were talking about completely different people I was like who are we talking about and what, what are, women are, are you talking about that us <laughs> um, <laughs> we is different now and we are very different but it's so cool to see like how our friendship has like truly like developed but but and grown over time um yeah. like grown with us mm-hmm. yeah Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I think we have developed into very beautiful young women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, you sounded like such a little old lady. <laughs> that was that was the goal. That's the goal. Such a beautiful young woman. Um so yeah, I think I think we have an interesting perspective on friendship because mm. of how we became friends and the fact that like all of us are very different people from the time we met versus now but like Mm -hmm. we're still best friends that's Um, so crazy that is crazy so yeah that's kind of like why we wanted to talk about friendship um right yeah so the next thing that I want to jump into is like what like what are certain traits that I guess, like for me, the the traits that I like um, value the most in y'all, like as my friends, is that you are always there with like a listening ear. And um, I always know that like whenever y'all are listening, it's because you want to listen and you desire to listen. Um, and that I can always expect like the most honest advice from y'all. Um, and yeah, makes me feel loved. Well, e. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. You're welcome. Um, finger heart for you. Finger heart. Uno reverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, yes, ditto. And I, I feel very, um, yeah, I feel very known. I feel very known. I feel like y'all um, actually desire to know who I am. And um, the. I think every friendship kind of starts where you want to present the best image of yourself. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's something very different about our friendship. Kind of from the get-go, we had to like, in discipleship, you talk about some hard things and like – yeah stuff that you struggle with and so from the get-go I've known that y'all have like said yes to who I am like the the really pretty parts and then the parts that I like to keep hidden and try to shove down like y'all know those things about me and you still say yes to being my friend and desire to know me more um and you do that just by you know as like long distance friends um of like calling me and just calling to chat and not for like anything like, it's not like you need – there's nothing saying that you need to talk to me, like, that you, like, must or it's, like, required of you, but, like, because you just want to. And mm. I value that a lot because it it um, is just, like, a simple way of letting me know that you're thinking of me and you want to know, like, just the little, the little things about my life, the things that seem very unimportant. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that – Brenda, you had mentioned this earlier, but like how much that um, teaches me more about the heart of Jesus because Jesus wants to know all the things, not just the really pressing things. And he doesn't want us to just come to him when we have very important matters or when we like need him most. Like he wants us to come to him at all times and like tell him about everything. So y'all are, yeah, in in all, all in all, y'all make me feel known. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> In conclusion, in conclusion, <laughs> we love yes. you. All in all. 
Um, my turn. <clears throat> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> we literally went over this. So just to like give you a little sneak peek or inside look. We're trying to be better about our time and our content. So we went over what we wanted to say beforehand. And now I forgot. But now Note I remember. Self, right. <laughs> Notes itself, write things down for Brenda because she can't remember. <laughs> she has a hamster brain. <laughs> oh, I value Brenda's Brenda's uh what is it called? Humor. That's the word. Same. <laughs> and Brenda's <Okay>. humor. <laughs> Unintentional. But too. more Brenda's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it is way past my bedtime right now. <laughs> okay, sorry, Brenda, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, yes, uh, I appreciate y'all's friendship a lot. Why are you laughing? Why are you? We're also on Zoom right now, so I can see them. <laughs> I'm trying to be sentimental here. <laughs> um, yes, I value, y'all, value y'all's friendship a lot because it is a place where I always feel chosen um, by y'all. And yeah, I don't think nowadays a lot of people can experience that of where they feel chosen and secure about most things. So I'm very thankful to have like this friendship that I find a lot of security in um, and not in a way that I can be like, oh, like I don't need to check in on them or I don't need to like, follow up with them or see how they're doing because I know they'll be there but it's because it's like a friendship that I know is constant and that makes me like that grows a desire for me to like want to be intentional with you um so that's that's like big one um (laughs) I yeah just know that um, when I am with y'all, I feel my most free self. And that's when I know that a friendship is like true and good um, and beautiful because I know that Jesus desires me to encounter freedom mm-hmm. with people that he, um, yeah, has chosen for me. Um, and I just like find a lot of freedom being with y'all Um it brings me a lot of joy um i was gonna say other things but i forgot um because we laugh at all your jokes yeah y'all do laugh at all my jokes because <laughs> they're thank fun. you <laughs> thank y'all you make me you make me think i'm funny <laughs> um because i'm really not that funny <laughs> um no y'all are people that i know that no matter what I do um I know y'all will always choose me and I don't have to earn that or change myself for that um and I appreciate that a lot yeah oh real quiet real quick (laughs) that I want to mention um I had I think I had like texted y'all this in a voice message but that I was listening to um a podcast and they were talking about how this woman basically got like uninvited to all of her like so-called friends like events Mm. um just because like 
she's pregnant and the only thing that her and her quote-unquote friends would do is just like go to bars and drink alcohol Mm -hmm. and like yeah Brenda when you were saying like you don't have to like change Mm -hmm. but like if you did like if one of us got pregnant we wouldn't just like like unfriend the other person you know because we have more than just like that one earthly thing in common um yeah right and I think like we're willing to like change for the other person not like who we are but like change like like over the past two three years we ourselves have changed and things in our lives have changed and circumstances have changed and instead of being like no I'm going to just stay the same and we're gonna have to do things the same way like we have continued to like mold to one another and I feel like that's how it should be of like okay yeah like you know, I'm going to, I'm praying that like, you know, whatever our like lives bring us and the like blessings, like Amanda and Daniel, like if y'all have a baby one day, like, yeah, we're going to, we may have to change a little, like some of the things that we do, but what a blessing that is to like, be able to like try new things with one another and like change with you instead of just being stubborn in what we've always done and like doing what we've always done. Does that make sense? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. I think that's like a really important part of a working relationship. Friendship is like you have to be willing to change as life changes for the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like one of the reasons why our friendship is so intentional is because we each have like we're all Catholic. We all like have something that we believe in that's like greater than us. Mm. and greater than anything here on the earth Mm. and like will sustain us for eternity um and I think that's like where a lot of friendships fall short nowadays is like they don't have that um they don't have Jesus (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) to put it in simple terms I just feel like I don't know just like knowing that he is he is the one that's like going to sustain our lives and like nothing here on earth will ever like compare to that. I feel like that is just such like a significant thing when it comes to like having intentional friendships um, is like sharing in that truth. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Boom roasted. Go (laughs) us. Okay, so um, I feel like we kind of answered, like, why intentional friendships are important a little bit. Mm-hmm. Did y'all have anything you wanted to add or? Uh, intentional friendships and relationships are going to sanctify you and should sanctify you and mm-hmm. are for the purpose of, like, getting you closer to heaven. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. What Brenda Brenda says this all the time, but I want to be best friend best friend saints with y'all, and yeah, like if that's not the goal, like girl, what are you doing? I don't like, want it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> what I is that, that from? I don't know. If she if something's me, I don't want it. I don't. I don't know. Know. Oh, oh, it's like that girl from TikTok. She would make those TikToks, and she's like. If I'm not living in a, like, 
white picket fence house with my best friend as my oh, neighbor yeah. and we're not the two cute moms at the community pool <laughs> i don't i want don't it. want it feel <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah>, same <laughs> right now i'm looking i have a picture of me and daniel on my nightstand and my wine glass is like reflecting off of it but makes us look really funny <laughs> Like Daniel's chin is like all the way down here, oh, no. and my forehead is like all the way. Up. Oh, no. <laughs> Couple goals, uh, yeah, really. <laughs> um, oh, I was gonna say something, I forgot. So did I. Oh, um. Also, I feel like intentional friendships are not like. Your friend, like, this is going to sound weird, but, like, your friends shouldn't always support what you're doing Mm. and the decisions you're making. Because if it's not good for your body, soul, and mind, like, they shouldn't support you. Because it's not going to get you to heaven. It's not going to sanctify you. And, like, they they want to love you and they want what's best for you. And if, like, one of the decisions that you're making or something that, like you're supporting isn't best for you then like I think true intentional friendships like call you out on your bs and like call you to like a higher standard because they know they like know that you can reach that standard like they know they know um oh my gosh my words are leaving my brain come back words come back I don't know they mm. Not they know your worth. Yes, they know your worth, but they know like your capabilities of like mm-hmm. reaching, like reaching that standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think intentional friendship does not remain like stagnant. Mm. Like it has to change in order to, yeah, help you grow and like for the other person to grow. Because if not, then like either like outgrow the friendship and unfortunately it has to end or like it just remains like yeah yeah you know if if it's not progressing then like something needs to change that's like with any relationship really Mm -hmm. yeah watch me become a relationship counselor girl do it (laughs) bet you won't do it do it do it now (laughs) no (laughs) i love no what you just said that was like that was some good stuff that was straight fire dude like outgrow (laughs) your friendship like ouch but like for real if you're if you're growing and the other person's not what are you doing or like you're not growing and the other person is what are you doing like i like you you guys got to have the same goal what is the when we talk about intentional friendship like what is the intention what right. what are you doing yes. what is, is the intention here just to like have fun and feel good or is it to like become a better person and Which, like, help you the other should, person like you should still have fun and like feel good in your friendship right but ultimate like there has to be something else other than just like feeling good you know mm-hmm. something yeah. greater yeah so I had posted on my personal Instagram account um if anyone had any like questions if any of our trusty Jesse listeners had questions or advice on like friendships um and there are a couple 
that we talked about before we started recording, but there are also a couple that just came in. So oh, hopefully we can new to us. Yeah, so hopefully <laughs> we can we can do I've this. I've never been surprised on my own show. <laughs> For that, I love how I get to see your feet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like I think my roommates. I think my roommates are asleep, so I was trying to like get further away but my computer or my room has really bad wi-fi so i have to put the computer at the corner of my room where the wi-fi is the best let me just we're rolling with it (laughs) i just feel bad because i don't i don't want to be making too much noise for them yeah understandable thank you okay so the first question um we'll start off a little light The first question someone asked is how to make new friends in college classes without settling for the wrong crowd. Mm. What are y'all's instant thoughts? My initial thought is I did not do this well in college. Well, at least not the, not the second half of like, well, probably freshman Brenda. She just wasn't (laughs) super smart. Um, Like about, following a crowd that isn't good Mm -hmm. you know like that was probably freshman brenda sophomore brenda she came around um (laughs) she got some sense i can do it yeah 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 um (laughs) but yeah i don't think i did a great job of making friends like in my college classrooms which i wish i would have done more Mm -hmm. um i think i was just like really scared to like make friends and um yeah, it's just, like, a really awkward thing to do. <laughs> Besides, like, just saying hi to, like, the person that's sitting next to you. Right. And that, like, always took a lot of courage. Or, like, what did we do last class? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you send me the notes? <laughs> Bro, honestly, kudos to whoever asked this because, like, that is such a beautiful goal to have of, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to just – I don't want to just my be class. here. Yeah, yeah, and just do the yeah. bare minimum. Like, if you want to be friends with people, like – I don't. I just think that's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. And like this person, I feel like knows that they want intentional friendships, like not just because <clears throat> they mentioned like don't like not settling for the wrong crowd. And I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like the wrong crowd. It's like understood to be just like service level friendships who just like are constantly trying to fill themselves up with like earthly things. Yeah. Right. Um, I would say, especially because it's the beginning of the semester, um, whoever you're sitting next to, or like, if there is a group me that you have in that specific class, um, kind of just like say hi one day, like if you're sitting next to somebody, Maybe, like, turn to them and say hi, kind of, like, introduce yourself, and then um, I would say just, like, take it slow, because, I don't know, some people are weird, like, with, <laughs> like, <laughs> like with other people talking to them, like, strangers talking to them, you know, like, some, like, not a lot of people, I don't know, some people are just, like, like, if you say, like, hi and try to be nice to them, some people are just weird and just, they just think you're weird for being nice to them. I don't know. Yeah. But I would say take it slow. Um, kind of just, like, make small talk maybe, like, before class. 
before class starts with like who you're sitting next to um kind of get to know like what their major is maybe they're the same major as you um if there's a group me like I don't know see if there's like a group of people in your class who like want to go study or something like that I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah and just kind of like go from there I feel like every friendship in my mind every uh, most friendships start with like a shared interest I mean you have to Mm -hmm. build off of something so like you already have well like a something there because you're in the same class and maybe that shared interest is that you both dislike the class or you both love the class or you're both the same major and so like finding just like something to start talking about and even if Mm -hmm. that's just the fact that you share the same class like there you go and then simple question that could get really deep why did you choose this major Mm. if you have the same major or even if you don't have the same major love that because maybe there's like a life experience that they went through and that's why they chose a major yeah and then like in regards of like to like hanging out with the person I think also to like you don't know many of the people and to kind of get a vibe of like who they are without any high risk involved you can just start a study session and you can even yeah. make it multiple people in the room. So it's like you are getting to hang out with multiple people and you might find someone that you're like, man, I really like, like want to be this friend, but you're just hanging out at the library or you're hanging out at a coffee shop. And so it's not like you're diving in super quick of like, Hey, come over to my house or anything like that. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's such a, that's like a way that I just in, in different settings have like met people that I, I'm like oh I would like to be friends with this person it's just at a very casual like gathering Mm -hmm. um so just like I mean everybody is going to be studying for something so you know it's it's a always a good idea like at least for me I always valued the person that would put together study groups like I appreciated that so be that person yeah I feel like it could even be like something you're already doing. Like if you're already like planning on going to the library to like study for that class, drop it in the group me say like, Hey, I'm going to be at the library, like on the fifth floor or something. If y'all, if like anyone wants to join me and like studying for this next exam that we have or something like that, mm-hmm. that way you don't have to like, not that it's not good to go out of your way to like make these friends, but like, it's, it's something you're already doing. So like, mm-hmm. why not just, like, it's easy to just send a message in a group me or a group chat, you know, like it takes two seconds. So. Brenda, you kind of touched on this earlier, so I'm going to put it in there, but like best way of um, harder, but like a really good way of like, if you want to form an intentional friendship is just being bold and, and it doesn't have to be this huge thing of like, I am Catholic, hear me roar, but like mentioning <laughs> your faith. <laughs> You know, like mentioning your faith casually, it's, it's such a simple thing to do. And I think you can get right away of like people more oftentimes than not, I I tend to be surprised by it, but we'll, we'll say like, oh, like I'm Catholic or I was Catholic or like, Mm -hmm. oh, I've, I've heard of that place. And like, it's just such an easy way to get religion. Yeah. Like to get, like, to just like start talking about something that really matters and is much more than the surface uh like Mm -hmm. deeper than the surface without also like getting into like 
the depths of your heart. I, and I, but right. I think it's just like such an easy way to kind of get an idea of like, is this something, is this a person that I want to like spend more time with, you know? Yeah. Um, I agree. Same. Boom. Boom. Boom roasted. Good luck to you, kid. I need to quit saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and even, like, I, I remember I would, like, I guess, quote, unquote, make friends in class. But I would only, like, I would just, like, talk to them in class. And, like, it's fun to just have, like, you could, like, um, what am I trying to say? Like, if you want friends outside of class, great. But it's also just, like, good to have, like, some friends just, like, only in class. Because then you have someone mm-hmm. to talk to, like, in class or before class. Or, like, if it's a smaller class and you have to go to, like, group discussion or something like that. Like, you always know that there's somebody that, like, you enjoy talking to just, like, even if it is on the surface. Um, mm-hmm. But I know I never really, like, intentionally hung out with, like, people outside of class. But it, But be that person. I, like, yeah. I think that's, like, such a cool challenge of, like you want to build do friendships it. do it yeah. do better than we did do yeah it. do it okay um the next question i think i'm gonna pick one of the ones that just came in <laughs> um <laughs> so this question this person asked why is it important to root a friendship in christ and have you experienced lasting friendships if it wasn't rooted in christ oh I feel like we touched on the first part of this question a little bit earlier. Yeah, I think so too. Um, to the second part, to be honest, no. But that does not mean that's like the rule for everyone. I'm not right. saying that because I definitely know people who like are incredibly have incredible faith lives and have people have friends that don't. Um, yeah, but I think at least for myself. Um, it is so hard. It is it so is incredibly really hard. hard when you do not share that which is most important to you. Um, and so I, uh, I'm, I don't think it's impossible. And that just might be like a, that might be a cross that's like been put in your life to carry. But like, mm-hmm. and if it is, carry it well. But I, I, I think like it is, that is something that is very hard to do. Yeah. Um Again, I I think that we are we are called to love everybody and like wherever they are, and so just because someone may not share the same pers- like beliefs as you does not mean that it should be an automatic like I can't be your friend. Mm-hmm. I think that we should take it as a challenge of like this might be a little bit harder, but God is God might be calling me to love this person and be mm-hmm. friends with this person for a greater a greater good, something yeah. beyond me. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I I think I definitely have like friends. They're probably not, like I wouldn't say that we're best friends, but I do have like some good friends that like we're friends and like they know that Jesus is very much at the center of my life, but Jesus is probably not at the center of their life or even on the radar in their right. life. Um and like that's not something that I hide from them, mm-hmm. which I think is important. Um, yeah and it like shouldn't be something that you hide yeah exactly so it's it's not like yeah I think Maddie hit on this a little bit already like 
it's not like it shouldn't be a requirement that they have to you know be of the same faith as you but I think it is necessary for us to make that part of our lives known um because that they can still like they could choose not to be your friend if they really don't want to be your friend if that's like a huge deal breaker to them Um, yeah and you can also choose to still love them even if they maybe haven't come around yet um because I definitely have friends that I've been friends with them for years and like I talk to them about like faith and everything and sometimes in subtle ways where they don't even realize that we're talking about the gospel and like it's literally we're talking about the gospel um this <laughs> like <laughs> but I yeah hold on to a lot of hope in the power of Jesus that he will be able to th- do things that I know that I won't be able to do and I will probably never witness or encounter or know the the fruit that it will bear from that friendship um, right. yeah so don't give up on it yeah, I think, like we said earlier, I think it's important to have friendships rooted in Christ because they call you to a higher standard mm-hmm. and, like, everyone is capable of living their life um, in excellence and, mm-hmm. uh, and like, hard work and, yeah, just being, like, a good human being. Um But I think it goes much deeper than that whenever it's rooted in Christ because Mm -hmm. you each like know that at the end of the day, the like soul, the sole goal is to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what y'all are both striving for. And like, um, I think it's easier too if like you're struggling with something that is like, maybe it's a sin that you struggle with or, um, just like maybe a part of the faith that you struggle like with understanding, like you can always go to them. Um, and they know, like they know the intentions of your heart is to like get mm-hmm. to heaven. And that's the reason why you're like talking with them about the struggle. Um, and like me personally, I have one friend that um, we like, our friendship is not rooted in Christ Um, and I think the older that we get, the harder it is to kind of like have a conversation Mm. almost that's like, like a, like a conversation with, um, my gosh, I can't think of words like depth or yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a meaningful conversation, I guess. Um, And so it's like a lot of the times I don't like, I know that she knows that God is the center of my life. And just based on like how I live my life, like the things I put on social media, um, just like my view on certain things, like she knows that about me, but I don't know that about her. Right. You know? And so it's like hard to kind of like, make sure that that friendship is going to be lasting. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, we've known each other since we have been babies. So I think it's kind of like a, um, like a default friendship almost. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
I mean, it's, it's just very hard to have those like meaningful conversations. Um, yeah. It definitely can be done. Um, I think it just takes a lot more effort. And um, I feel like nowadays too, if like people aren't, like if Christ isn't the center of people's lives, I think like mental health is a big thing now, like making sure you're like taking care of your mental health. And so like, I think that's some ways that like other secular friendships are able to last is that they're still able to talk about the way they're feeling Mm. in regards to like mental health and things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's, I, I want to, I guess like circle back to what I was saying. Like, I personally don't think that I have any lasting friendships that that aren't reading in Christ, but I do think I have like relationships with people that are like, like on a much less, like lesser scale of what I would call a friendship. Like I am like acquaintances and like socialize with people who are not, but I know that our conversations and like, just because we do not share that thing that is most important, um, our conversations and our like connection is, will never be, or cannot currently be as deep as like Mm -hmm. the friendship that I have with you guys because of what we share, like that shared belief. And so that by no means do I think it's like, because I don't share this with you, I cannot be your friend or like we cannot communicate with one another. Like, I think it is, I truly, truly believe like God calls us to, to build relationships with people that you, we have so much differences with is, Mm -hmm. is, and, even when it comes to the faith, because it is, it is like a challenge as a Christian. Like that is what we are called to, to like, to like, I think it, it, it really is such a challenge when you're trying to talk with someone who doesn't share that and not water down your faith or stray away from it or avoid it or things like that. Like it is such a wonderful challenge. Um, And so I think the more opportunities you have, um, to expose yourself to people and where you are going to be challenged to have a conversation like that and it doesn't come so naturally and it's not just ingrained in your friendship like do it, it I, I think yeah. it's just going to build you and also build those beautiful like Christ rooted friendships because you are able to talk about it with other people as well so um, yeah. I think they're very valuable those are very very valuable relationships and interactions to have mm-hmm Yeah, and if they don't have, like, Christ in their life, like, you can be, like, a walking Christ to them just Mm -hmm. by being a friend, so. Mm -hmm. All right, next question. (laughs) Uh, This one we did talk about a little bit before. So this listener asked um, kind of advice on approaching hard conversations that will definitely change the dynamic in your friendship who wants to start us off because <laughs> uh, this one's difficult this is difficult I'm really trying to remember everything we said already I know I have that sorry I keep starting us off but I know <laughs> that's okay okay I'm like crashing right now <laughs> I think this is the quietest friend has ever been on a podcast I'm, I've literally, y'all, I've literally been going to bed at, like, 9.30. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's really good. That is oh, good. Thanks. 
Can you give me some of that? Give me some some of that routine. I'm just trying to grow. You call me higher, please. (laughs) I'm just trying to grow in my human formation. (laughs) Um, So this is something that I do quite frequently and it helps me. It helps ground me a lot. But like considering, I don't know if this sounds, I don't think this is bad, but like considering the worst thing that could happen. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So besides, I always say the worst thing that could happen is spontaneous combustion. I don't know why. I just think that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty bad. But beyond that. I think you've even told me that before when I've come to you with situations. And I was like, but oh, yeah. what if? Because like, Brenda, literally the worst thing that could happen is that you just explode. You just explode. <laughs> I'm like, in my mind, right, I guess. In my mind, that is the worst thing that could happen. But even then, <laughs> we pray that you'll, you'll go to heaven. So like, really, is it that bad? Anyways. Yeah, really? Um, <laughs> but like no but honestly considering like the worst thing that could happen so like every time I'm faced with a a really tough conversation that I need to have um I always weigh the both sides of like okay if I don't have this conversation what is the worst thing that could happen yeah if I do have this conversation what is the worst thing that could happen and Mm -hmm. usually the worst the fear that I have and having a tough conversation is this person's not going to want to be my friend anymore. They're going to say something mean to my face and really and then, like something like, hurtful. going to laugh. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. And then storm <laughs> off. That's a pretty bad, like that's a pretty bad scenario. And that would suck a lot. And I would care. I care about that person. So it would hurt. But on the other end of like, if I do not have this conversation, what could the possible like worst case scenario be? Yeah. It could be like that person goes through a lot of pain and suffering or they make a decision that would be that they're going to regret. And in all of this, I could have said something. And so it's like I like because if you like truly value that person and love that person, you will the good of them. And so you want what is best for them. And so if you I feel like any opportunity that you find a way in which you can will their good, you should take it um, because I I just always imagine like, yeah, if I could have, if I could have done better and then I have to look back and say like, wow, I decided for my own out of fear that I wouldn't say anything. Like, it's just, it's just not great. Um, Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, I, (laughs) it it happens. Like we're going to fail as friends, but like, I think that always helps ground me in my decision making. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and also just like, also before there have also been conversations where I that I didn't have because I had to sit down and really like consider it and pray with it and think okay Mm -hmm. is this something that needs to be talked about because like I think this person like for example if I think a friend of mine is failing in a certain aspect and needs to do better I always take it and think with it or I try to always think with it and say like in any way, am I projecting some part of myself or like, Mm, uh, is there a piece of me that I have like yet to like work on or that I need to also be growing in? And if so, like, um, yeah, like is, is this weighing in on my decision of bringing this to them? So if it has anything to do with my own pride or making myself feel good or anything like that, like, I don't think it's based in something good, true and beautiful. So, um, I think really considering, the intention behind the conversation and the disposition of your heart um, mm-hmm. before entering into a tough conversation is good. Yes. Yeah. I agree. 
Um, Daniel has taught me a lot about fraternal correction. Um, Mm. Basically, like, what you explained, Maddie, is, like, not talking with them when that situation, whatever you're going through, if there's, like, really, like, high intense emotions involved that are, like, could be negative emotions, like, you don't want to confront that conflict right in that moment because Mm -hmm. your emotions can like get the better of you and make you like say something that you may regret or that like you would need to go to confession for and now like you're not in a state of grace and all of that um so like yeah fraternal correction is like basically like taking a day or two or three to like really step back and like think about think about the situation and let the other person that you're needing to have that hard conversation, like let them kind of like cool down to where you can approach them in like, you can approach them with grace and with love um, instead of like approaching them when they're just like super angry or like super just like emotional and like, yeah that's just like what that reminded me of so like I don't know what this person's situation is but if it's if it's something that's like maybe there's like an argument or something like take some time apart from each other and just like let the other person calm down and then come back to the conversation um and like maybe like maybe the friendship dynamic will change for the better like change doesn't always have to be bad um but then maybe if it does change for the worse like maybe that friendship was only was only there for a certain season and a certain reason that like um Jesus wanted them there Mm. in your life to I don't know teach you something or do whatever so that's my two cents yeah, uh, Brenda mentioned this earlier when we were talking before this, but like she's definitely corrected me in different ways, and mm. I, I like. Girl, I thought you were about to expose yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put it all out there, all my dirty laundry. No, but <laughs> we're acting like it's super scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> just like in little, yeah, in th- in ways that I have failed as a friend and as a person, as like in virtue, um, like. Brenda has called me out on it and yeah. I and it oh, yeah like you said I mean it wasn't like in the the moment of like whatever I'm doing or whatever but like coming to me a day or two later and just pointing this out in such a loving way it's it like it hurt not like it wasn't a hurt that she put upon me but like it's just like I think in the depths of my heart I knew like okay yeah what I did was wrong and then having it exposed and knowing that someone else witnessed it was even harder. Um, but the fact that, like, I was able to see that, wow, like, this this was a really hard thing for her to do, to, for her to bring up, like, to me. Um, and she is, like, I'm so grateful that she did that because I can see, like, she still loves me and she wants what's best for me and she wants to help me through this. Um, I think, like you said, Amanda, like, it really changed – 
in a way, like the dynamics of our friendship, because I knew that someone was looking out for me and that like Brenda specifically wanted what was best for me. Um, and she was going to love me even when I did fail. And so I like, I would also just pray for that, like that, um, level of acceptance from your friends and like bringing Mm -hmm. this up to you, to them, um, whatever it is that you have to talk about that they would also receive it with an open heart and like be able Mm -hmm. to see your intention is good and like full of love um, from a place of love and not from a place of like tearing down or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely lots of prayer for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like those conversations, they're hard conversations because they need to happen. Mm. and like it's not going to be fun you know but it like is a necessity yeah um, so praying for you Trust yeah. you. oh last thing sorry um and considering like everything like again making sure your heart is in the right place and the intention is good but also like do not talk yourself out of it if it is something that like don't let the devil get in your head and say it's not worth it or it's not mm-hmm. like that important Right. Um, or someone, someone else will say something. Right. If not you, then who? Right. Like you are their yeah. friend. And so you, I would, I would say like, you have the responsibility of like that fraternal correction. Um, yeah. And it's not, a, a, if you're doing it right, it's not this like judgmental deprecating thing. Like it is mm-hmm. an act of love to have this hard conversation with this person and is necessary. So um, yeah. please like, okay do not let fear control your decision. Make mm-hmm. sure it is a good decision. Like, and it is not based on anything sinful, but like, or like in yourself, but don't talk yourself out of it because it's scary and hard. Yeah. I think another thing that's helpful, helpful when approaching like hard conversations is seeking counsel from mm-hmm. like a mentor, mm-hmm. like a, a trusted friend, yeah with like respect of the other person and like whatever the situation might be because you also don't want to fall into like gossip right like a priest um yeah because i think if you just like constantly go to yourself it's really easy to talk yourself out of it Mm -hmm. um yeah and i think just approaching the conversation with a lot of charity yeah amen unless super like they need the tough love in I think you can do like tough love with charity. Yeah, Yeah, you can. I was I was listening to this podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. (laughs) But um, the guy that was on there, he's like, he's very blunt about like calling people out. Like he, he was like, if I meet someone for the first time, and I see that they're like screwing up, like I'll call them out. Like, I don't care. Like I like I care more about their soul than like what they think Mm. of me. And um, he was like, I wasn't put on this earth. Or like, what did he say he was like I wasn't called to be nice like I was called to like get people to heaven and to get myself mm. to heaven. I was like mm. <laughs> but it's nice to be nice so <laughs> it's like yeah like consider what love is you should do right. everything with yeah. love and love is not always just like saying what the other person wants to hear <laughs> right yeah yep okay last question um, this is an unexpected question. Well, not an unexpected question. Uh, one that one <laughs> that just never came. thought anybody would ever ask this 
in our whole lives. Literally never. What I have no idea this? what this question's about to be. This just in. Um, <laughs> advice for navigating male female friendships. Oh, you got me there, Chief. <laughs> This this question was um this could be in, a whole podcast episode. This question honestly. was sent in honestly. Yeah. Um this question was sent in by our most trustiest and dustiest. <laughs> I suppose. It's a good I question. I wonder who that is. I don't know. It's a good question. It's not too personal, I don't think. Okay, let's let's give because this could be an entire podcast episode, I recommend we just give like a quick two cents. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to know more about this, um, listen to episode seven. Well, oh yeah, we have a whole episode on this. Listen to episode seven. Where did um, you go, Maddie? Oh, there you are. (laughs) (laughs) Maddie was sorry. My laptop's about to die, and I don't know where my charger is. Go on. (laughs) Um, episode seven is when we had Daniel on, and he kind of like answers this about like how to stay, how to stay prudent if. Like him being a male, if like a female mm-hmm. were to like come for mm-hmm. advice and whatnot, um, so I'd definitely give that episode a listen. Um, but yeah, do any of y'all have ideas to navigate male female friendships? Oh, so many ideas, so many thoughts. <laughs> or advice because I, I don't really have anything. Daniel's my only guy friend. <laughs> <laughs> honestly like on it yeah no that episode was probably the that best episode the was best. good yeah that episode was fire i'm, that's, I'm trying that's to think of response. just like anything that i could um i think i think <laughs> i think a lot of things <laughs> um yeah i think like emotional chastity is a big part of that and like daniel talked about it just like prudence yeah. and like what you share in a conversation and like what's appropriate um because like there's a lot of things that i share with like you two that i would never think to share or think would be appropriate to share with like my guy friends right mm-hmm. even though i love them dearly i trust them with so much but i think it's important to approach those friendships with a lot of protection Mm-hmm. for their hearts and your own mm-hmm. yeah protection because like one day they're going to meet their future spouse whether that be like another human being or it they get called to the priesthood or um religious life and religious life. <laughs> 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 i got you <laughs> thank you thank you religious life <laughs> um yeah I don't know. I'm trying to like think about whenever I'm hanging out with like the guys. Oh, I miss them. Yeah. Me too. Treasure them. Buy them flowers. Boys deserve flowers. Yeah. I've bought Daniel flowers before. Mm-hmm. Someone I forgot who, but someone thought it was weird. I was who? like, I, can, I was like, I can buy him whatever I want, okay? <laughs> I don't remember who. Out of that, spite that person and just buy Daniel a ton more flowers. <laughs> Shower him with roses. Um, I don't know. I think just like making sure that. Um, 
I think just really having a good awareness of yourself and mm. of your intentions with that mm. friendship. Um, like, are you like, are you as a male or female going to that other person for advice? And is that advice like in good intention mm. or are you are, or are you like seeking out something that like may not be good just because like you desire for like I don't know um like something romantic or something not necessarily like with that person but you just like desire for that Mm. aspect in a relationship I don't know I think just like really taking a step back and like getting to know yourself and your own intentions with like any relationship that you have um I think we'll like clear things up whenever you're like going to people for advice, especially to someone of like the opposite sex. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think just being like straight up, you, you don't have to go in with the intention of wanting something more. Um, and maybe that person isn't either, but I think you should always proceed with caution and not just not fear, but being aware of like, okay, like, I'm a girl, they're a guy, and, like, there is, we are more prone to, like, fall into a place where we could be emotionally unchaste or desire something more based on how much we share with one another, and we have to be aware of that, and, like, um, that's just the way it is. It's not, it's not, like, bad, like, that's how we were created, and so, but we, it's something to be aware of, and so I think, like, just being very yeah like just very considerate of out of love for the other person being aware of what you're talking about how you're spending time with one another what you're doing with one another um yeah okay well that concludes all of the questions (laughs) we might want to cut that last one yeah (laughs) yeah i'll i'll edit i'll copy paste cut edit trim snip snip it Thank you guys. Thanks guys um, for sticking with us this long. And yeah. if you made it this long, if, you get a free t-shirt with our faces on it. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> don't be making those promises. Everybody's going to be DMing us. Oh my gosh. Um, but yes, that is all we have. Please keep us in your prayers. We will do the same. And... God bless. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.